This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Learn more at slashandcast.net. Welcome to A Frightful Bite. Now, today we're going to be ranking 11 haunted houses from Central Florida and its surrounding areas. So try to forget the fact that it's December and get your spook on, because it's time for Frightful Failures! Zach, uh, I went to dinner not too long ago with... Already uh, not funny. Already not funny. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Dinner is rarely funny. You are correct. I went to dinner uh, not that long ago with Master's family, and her stepmom is there, and you know we're conversing throughout dinner, and her stepmom says uh, something like, oh, I, saw, I saw a movie the other day. Uh, it had uh, Ian Nielsen in it. Ian Nielsen, you know, from from Taken and for some reason calling this man the season actor Ian Nielsen cast a spell on my brain and just erased his actual name from my real memory I'm literally googling like Schindler's List to try and remember his actual name well, now I'm I'm praying for the day that somehow we luck into like going to some kind of Hollywood premiere and running into actual Liam Neeson and just refer to him as Ian to his face. (laughs) Or like we actually, you know, this podcast takes off and we actually start to get to interview big name celebs. Like we're sitting here with Ian Nielsen from Taken 6 and he's like, sorry, what? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, hold on, hold on. I have to to Google something real quick. (laughs) Please, take as long as you need. Damn it. I was hoping Liam Neeson had a, t- a cameo account, but he doesn't. Because <laughs> I was gonna, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna buy you one for the show, but only refer to him as Ian. Like, hey, what's up, Ian? I'm a big fan. It'd mean a whole lot if you, if you could, could say. Out, I mean, <laughs> if you could record a, a 30 second clip that says, "Hey, Tn, it's your pal Ian." I know you've taken some time off, but this podcast is really good. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, we're back in full swing. The magic was always there, ladies and gentlemen. Well, unfortunately, I found Ben Price, who's from Australia's Got Talent, who apparently does a Liam Neeson impression. Well, but he charges. But he charges $623 for a business cameo. So you go gotta be kidding me. Fuck yourself, Ben Price. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's actually, Cameo is, is kind of fun in terms of, like, when you pick a genre. For instance, Master and I did this with Drag Queens, and you just try and guess who charges the most. Like, I feel like you could probably do that with wrestlers. Oh, absolutely. And just see, like, who's totally up their own ass with what they're charging on Cameo versus the people that are like, yeah, sure, you know, 60 bucks, like, fine. Well, the best ones that I've seen is, um, I had a friend who bought a Cameo from, uh, Farouk, the ring announcer from BattleBots, mm-hmm. and he did the whole thing like as a poem, like he does before the fights. And I was like, "Well, this guy is a genius." And then um, I had the guy, I <laughs> I bought a cameo 
of a really seedy actor who was in um, Best Fiends, the Tommy Wiseau movie. He was like a not the not the mobile like, game Best Fiends. No, not the mobile game. <laughs> But his name was Rick Stanton, and he was, like, super sleazy. And so I ordered a cameo from him, and it was like, oh, you know, talk about our company fully gimmicked and blah, blah, blah. And he just, like, recorded it, like, half drunk in his bed and was like, (laughs) what the hell does that even mean? And I was like, money well spent. Money well spent. Thanks, Ian. Fabulous. Thank you, Ian Nielsen. Props go out to Ian Nielsen, everybody. Yeah. Rest in peace, Ian Nielsen, wherever you may be. Well, let's get on with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Frightful Failures. I am your ghost host with the most, Zach Romero. Joining me, as always, is your ghost host with the most, T.N. Guignol. And T.N., it feels fantastic to be back here in the podcasting seat. It It has been a little while. We got canceled. We are now uncanceled because that thing doesn't actually do anything. Uh, That whole idea, culturally, actually does not take effect, especially if the subjects are rich enough. Yeah, we both um, tweeted out, I stand behind Dave Chappelle, and so we, we got canceled for, <laughs> for that, for sure. I And I just, for, for, for the record, want to state, I don't actually have access to the Twitter account for this show, <laughs> so you can Neither place your I, blame so, how you uh, see please, fit. If someone is, is tweeting on that account, please... Please email us. We're both locked out of it right now. So, <laughs> so whoever's been posting, posting whoever's been posting uh, VTuber bucks or whatever, you know, <laughs> whoever's been been posting uh, Roblox codes for the last ten months, not okay, not okay. But nevertheless, uh, as we are a show that refuses to uh, stay consistent both in its release date and in its subject matter, we're not doing movies today. Instead, we are going to be going over the unending gauntlet of haunted attractions that our one Tien Guignol was uh, a lead correspondent at. Uh, Tien has ranked all of his experiences this Halloween season, and we're going to go through them one by one, and I got a lot of questions to ask. Um, But first, before we get into that, my first question, Tien, did you spot Mr. Netherworld at Spooky Empire this year? At Spooky Empire, there was a Mr. Netherworld. At Spooky there was Empire? a Mr. Netherworld walking around at Spooky Empire, and I yelled really? for him several times, and he ignored me several <laughs> times. Uh, could have just been an old guy in a top hat, but I was it pretty sure it was well Mr. Netherworld. Have been. Yeah, that's true. Well, they do make uh, Netherworld actually makes a big deal out of their appearance at uh, Dragon Con uh, in Atlanta every year. That makes sense. Um, they do like a big parade and everything, so. Makes sense that he would be seen at other conventions or potentially just, as you said, an old man. I don't think, past. yeah, I was just, I don't think it was officially Mr. Netherworld. I think it was just a, a weirdo dressed as Mr. <laughs> yeah. Netherworld. Oh, okay. Well, that was me. Oh, um, well <laughs> And I was ignoring you on purpose. Good. <laughs> I had your Chick-fil-A and I was just hiding from you. Yeah. Uh, no, you, right. you, and, uh, you and your compatriot actually got several people to come up to the Brain Buster video booth and like excitedly tell me that there were some blockbuster employees walking around spooky empire. And I go, yeah, no shit. They're mine. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, uh, for context, master and I were both wearing our, uh, brain buster shirts, uh, made by the lovely Sacramento. And, uh, we were hoping that it would be this nice big promotion where, they, where people would approach us and say, brain buster. What is that? And I'd say right over there, aisle F. 
um, and send them your way. But in reality, it just spawned everyone coming up to us saying, I love Blockbuster. I still carry my membership card in my wallet. And like launch into some tirade about, you know, how they used to go to Blockbuster every Saturday and all their late fees and blah, blah, blah. And by the time I tried to say, cool, by the way, check out Zach's booth, they're gone. So yeah, it was not very they effective. For. They did. Yeah. They did. But anyhow, uh, yes, as Zach says, um, uh, I attended 11 haunted attractions this year. 11. Uh, Most of them in Central Florida and a few in Atlanta. So we're going to be covering all of them. I'm going to be ranking them from uh, number 11 down in the poo-poo zone all the way up to uh, number one. And in the non-poo-poo zone. In the non-poo-poo zone, as they say. And uh, and yes, it does feel good to be back, and I'm glad that we could spend this episode being a, a little bit more casual, because it's been a while since we posted an episode, and we appreciate everybody that is uh, injecting this through their ear holes right now. Anyhow, um, so here's how, me personally, how I will be ranking these haunted houses, how I have ranked them. First, so, let me say before you even explain this, sure. I'm glad you've already put too much thought into this. That makes yeah. me very happy that it wasn't just like, these were cool, these sucked. The fact that you're like, <laughs> well, uh, I took temperature into uh, consideration and, I, and mm-hmm. the amount of scare actors or scare I inserted a rectal thermometer in every haunted attraction. Good. Pulled it out. Swabbed it clean with my tongue, and uh, that's how I've determined. And that's how <laughs> exactly. we got our rating system, folks. That's how we it's got our scientific. rating system. So uh, there's there's a few ways in which I'm judging these haunted attractions. So first and foremost, there's the legacy aspect of it, and that means uh, how many years in operation has this haunt been? What oh, okay. is their budget? Sense. You know, who, who owns them? You know, in other words, like, you're you're going to be judged way differently if you're a national corporation versus if you're a mom-and-pop haunted house. That's um, very kind of you. Right. Um, so, the second is uh, going to be what I'm just going to refer to here is the whole hog, which is the haunted house or the haunted trail or trails, houses, plural. A lot of these haunted attractions I went to had multiple houses or trails. Um, obviously those are going to be judged after that comes what I'll refer to as the giblets. And that would be everything else that this, uh, attraction features. So their streets or scare zones as they're often referred to walk around characters, other entertainment like shows, live shows, uh, signature food at the event, any other games or upgrades you could get at the event, photo ops, even things like that. The giblets. The, um, I'm going to need you to definitely come up with a better name for it than that. Well, um, yeah, that'll be that'll be fine. Now, a point of uh, personal uh, bias here. Sure. Do you personally prefer, it's very fun to say, a single attraction haunt? Or do you prefer the, like, big kahuna, there's a lot of things to do haunt? Uh, well, and, and this is sort of factored into, I guess, what you would call, like, you know, th- there's an aspect of price point as well, which is mm. as well how these are being judged. You know, typically if uh, a haunted attraction has multiple walkthroughs, multiple trails, it charge a little bit more, they're going to be judged as such. Uh, I think if you've got a really excellent standalone attraction, you don't need multiple haunted houses. But I think the aspect of, hey, come out for a night of fun, you know, spend all evening here, you know, have a corn dog, you know, do the haunted trails a couple of times, yada, yada. I think that's really fun. And that's generally what I prefer. Okay. Good enough. Um, 
The last thing that uh, it would be impossible to not rank these haunted houses on would be what I'll refer to as the giggles and guts, which is the absolute prejudiced, subjective, 100% personal amount of fun that I and Master had at these events, which is how everybody makes their own rankings. That's why rankings are fun. People are going to have individual times that's just how it works so there's always going to be an element and an element of subjectivity to these sorts of rankings which we'll get into because uh boy do i have a few stories about these okay. attractions good good so um what we'll get started with is our number 11 Right in the poo-poo zone. Right in the poo-poo zone. Deep, deep in the poo-poo zone. Uh, we're, we're wading up to our waist in it with Hallow Scream Tampa. Hallow oh. Scream Bush Gardens. Oh. That would be our number 11 on this list. So Hallow Scream, and I'm talking to you directly, Hallow Scream. You know what you've done. <laughs> <laughs> but, re- I mean... Hello Scream has been on a downward spiral for a long time. I mean, you know, I, I personally have worked at this event. I've heard a lot of the insiders saying like, well, got our budget cut again this year. We've talked about Hello Scream on the show. We've talked about how, you know, they keep their haunted houses for too long for the sake of saving money. How they, when they do renovate the houses, a lot of times they don't put a lot of effort into them. Uh, this particular year, there were two new haunts. Okay. And uh, one of them was very much kind of blade themed. It was like a vampire S and M club, okay. so it's like you know there there's literally like bondage gear and stuff like hanging on the walls. I think I counted in this you know ten minute walkthrough attraction three actors. Oh, it just was empty. And that's how I can describe a lot of this event and why it has cemented its place down at the very bottom of this list is that it was an empty event. Really? The haunted houses were not staffed. The scare zones were, you know, you you had to kind of hunt to find the actors in the scare zones. It was empty. And here's, here's kind of what cemented its place for me. So... We do a couple haunted houses, and as a group, we decide, hey, we're hungry. Time to get some num-nums. So we see, like, you know, there's a couple of stands, you know, selling Dippin' Dots or whatever, but we wanted Perfect. actual, you know, hot food. So we're heading towards, you know, if you're familiar with the park, up where Shikra is, there's like a big barbecue place over there. Okay. That is pretty consistently known for having like good, you know, ribs and stuff like that. <laughs> I was um, really scared where you're going. That was known really <laughs> consistently to have a lot of food poisoning, but yeah, exactly. Well, that too, probably. That's most of the Bush Gardens. Mm-hmm. Well, um, right so, or beware, so, you're in for a scare. So you're right, gonna... right. So exactly, we're we're headed that way. We're we're getting to the point of being like very famished. Like, okay, we really need to eat. Like. I haven't seen any other food options. Let's head for this barbecue place up near Shikra. Let's let's make this happen. We finally get up here, fucking closed. 
Like, what is wrong with this park? Why is there no food anywhere? I don't get it. Especially coming from the fact that we did, you know, Halloween Horror Nights several times in September. And they got food everywhere this year. You can't, you know... Uh, yeah, they don't give a shit. Yeah, you, you can't, you know, take two steps without running into a food cart there and getting some kind of signature food themed off of Leatherface or whoever. So we're, we're getting desperate at this point. We're like, where is the food in this place? Uh, you know, somebody's going to pass out in this group. Like, I got low blood sugar. Where's the food? So we're, we're, we're looking and looking. And keep in mind, I've not been in Bush Gardens in a while. And we start to enter this pirate-themed scare zone. And, you know, it's all foggy. And we, we, we turn a corner. And I swear to God, it was like it was like a mirage. When you're out in the desert and you're starting to just hallucinate, there's a fucking Chick-fil-A just like in the middle of Bush Gardens that just what? appears. I swear to God. And we're like, are we imagining this? <laughs> you just willed it into being. It was it was like the only food establishment in the entire park. Why then, is there not more food? We pay you for the food, Bush Gardens. Why do you have not, not a more food stand set up? I don't understand. It was the ultimate battle between good and evil, because here's Jesus with his chicken sandwiches mm-hmm. in the midst yeah. of the Spookyville. It really was. Yeah, he was there to save us, and, and boy did he. Um, but I did have diarrhea later, so... Well, there you go. So... Hollow Scream Tampa, uh, it, it saddens me to say, because it'll always have kind of a special place in my heart, has firmly cemented itself as the worst Halloween event that I did in 2021. Now, did you end up doing all the houses in it, or did you guys eat Chick-fil-A and go, let's go home and have diarrhea? Uh, we did all the houses, yeah. Wow. No, we, we did, in, in fact, do all the houses. I think maybe we missed one, but otherwise we did, we, we did everything, I'm pretty sure. Um, they were all pretty weak, uh, pretty understaffed. Uh, I don't know what it is. I do remember that back when I worked at Hollow Scream that they would give you like a, a bonus spiff if you actually worked every day because they were so, all the actors that they hire for two months are, are so unreliable that they're like, if you just show up every day, we'll just give you a bonus. Um, so, uh, well, I have a, I have a theory and a question, but I'm going to save it for slightly later on in the list. So. Sure. Yeah, that's totally fair. So that's, that's how I screen Tampa. Well, if I, if I may quote uh, a very famous individual, uh, quote, to be honest, I'm scared to death of roller coaster rides. That's of course a quote from Ian Nielsen. Uh, <laughs> wow. So. Okay, Ian, take that as it was. I knew uh, that we we shared we shared that actually. Um, Ian and I both very scared of roller coasters. Yes. Okay, so um, coming in at number ten though is a haunted attraction that actually uh, had a bit of uh, creative input from someone who was very famously involved in uh, Hallow Scream, who we shall not name in this case. But uh, this is a haunt called Undead in the Water. It is Hmm. a haunted house that is on the American Victory Warship, which is docked in Channelside in Tampa Bay. Um, So this is an actual retired naval warship that uh, throughout the year is open for just normal tours. You just walk through all the different decks of the, of the ship, see how it operated, um, you know, come up to the, to the top deck of the ship. I mean, it's really neat. And that 
is pretty much the only reason why this haunted house is not the worst on this list is because it was set on a ship and that was genuinely genuinely really cool i mean this is this was not like an ada compliant haunted house like you are trekking up and down staircases really thin staircases just lit by led lights you are going up and down through various decks of the ship and uh, that was really, really, really cool. And that's about it. That was about the only cool thing. The rest now, of it was... This is yeah. a silly question. Sure. Were there people jumping out at you on the ship? Like, Not. I know what you're thinking. And not at any point where you could legitimately fall and bust your ass. And Well, no, break. not just that. But like when when you say, like, hey, it's a haunted attraction on a retired naval ship... I feel like it's almost like more of a ghost tour than a regular, like, traditional haunted house. Yeah, no, there was no implication that the that the ship was legitimately haunted by oh, okay. all of the sailors who died on it. It it was a it was a fabricated story for sure. It was a story that uh, there was some young girl that was haunting the crew of the ship and she wanted your soul and they had a bunch of really shitty like spirit halloween projections of like this ghost girl throughout the attraction and then a bunch of actors a bunch of kind of lame uh like hallow scream tier actors that would all kind of waste their scare on you they would be like hey i'm here at the end of the hall you saw me already i'm like great my guard is up now. Uh, you had me for a minute. I was walking through a warship alone down a little, like, crew corridor or whatever. And you truly could have jumped out and scared the absolute shit out of me. But instead, you just kind of appeared at the end of the hall and said, Hey, here I am. I'll see you in a minute. I'm like, all right. Thank you. The Tile's the... a little uneven on that side. Be careful. <laughs> Be careful. I think that, the, the, honestly, a lot of the actors were probably more concerned for the safety of everybody walking up and down various flights of stairs on this warship than they were in, like, portraying a character or whatever. The story elements and the actual haunt itself was all kind of lame. It really was just cool to be on a on an old ship. Now, I was like, I could have just done the daytime tour and, and had <laughs> an equal amount of fun. Um so what would be like your quick fix for that? Like just maybe make think, it more like a ghost tour or just up the production value of the actual like character actors? Like what would be the It's a production fix? value thing and it's an actor thing. I think that, you know, because they were pulsing people throughout this attraction, you easily could have, you know, had these various rooms where it's like well, you get a good fucking actor. You you pay him decent enough to to get a good actor to come in and be like, all right, you're the cook on the ship, so you're going to stop them in the kitchen and you're going to do a little, you know, quick five-minute thing for them and it's going to be really engaging and tell them a quick story or whatever and then send them on their way and okay. then they get scared a little bit and then, you know, another stopping point with another little interactive moment or whatever. I think it was for sure a production value thing. Um, you have like one of the coolest settings I've ever seen in a haunted attraction. So, I mean, that's 90% of your job is already done for you. You don't got to build a set from the, from the ground up. The ship's already there. Just spend a little bit more money on like props and actors. (laughs) True. But so first of all, how, uh, what year was this in? Like, 
Is this the first the time they've ever the done it? The year was the story set? No, this no, This was the second year. Okay, so they're still trying to work yeah. the kinks out. Because I'm wondering sure. how much of it is money, which it seems like it's quite a bit, and how much of it is like, well, we can't get like the full props in here because we'll have to break it all down at the end of the night so that it can be back to being a regular boat tour in the morning. Right. And that's totally fair. And that's taken into consideration the, the, the especially the, the second year aspect. Like, hey, you'll get better for sure if you keep doing this. Yeah. But I, I think that there are elements that cost nothing. I think that just spending a lot more time with your actors and like coming up with something interesting for them to do. Because, yeah. you know, the thing about actors is unless you've got enough actors in your haunted house to wear your guests are encountering a character every 30 seconds or less, like Halloween Horror Nights or Netherworld. Um, Unless that's your production where you've, where this thing is just overflowing with actors, um, then you need to make sure that every one of your people is like making really good use of their time with the guests. So it's a quality over quantity kind of situation. For sure. For sure. And I was watching actors just not know what the fuck they're doing. There's like this guy... You know, there's this guy, like, you're waiting in line, and there's this zombie who comes out in, like, a hospital gown, and he's got, like, a a push cart, like, a shopping cart full of shit, full of props. He's got, like, a chainsaw in there and, like, body parts and all sorts of stuff. I mean, my God, like, could have had so much fun with these people. I'm watching him just, like, dick around. He, like, is wheeling up to, like, the ticket taker employees and being like, how are you guys doing? I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? What are they paying you for? Well, get to I, the line, entertain the people waiting to get in the house. I, I'm thinking maybe they aren't uh, character actors, and maybe they're just the regular tour guides, and they're like, here, put on the zombie costume, you asshole. Now you're, <laughs> now you're undead. <laughs> that could very well be the case. I mean, you know, I understand that there is a famous tradition of using, like, high school theater kids as volunteers in your haunted attraction and not paying them, but, I mean, that's how you... Maybe coach them a little bit more. That's how you earn a lower spot on the famous T and Guignol 2021 haunted houses list. Mm. So sorry. Suck it. <laughs> All right. What's the next one? Exactly. All right. So uh, next up is going to be Six Flags over Georgia's Fright Fest. Well, this is news to me because so, I didn't even know this was a goddamn thing. So, okay. <laughs> yes. So, um, <laughs> remember how I mentioned that legacy is a factor in how high or low uh, something gets ranked? This is owned by Six Flags. Mm-hmm. They are one of the biggest theme park companies in the country. They have, what, like eight parks throughout the country or something? Yeah. Like a crazy amount of parks. Um, they... Should and I believe they've been doing Fright Fest for probably five or six years, and it fucking sucks. It's a really, <laughs> it's a really bad event. It's like way worse than Hello Scream. It's it's a bad event. Um, but again, there's a reason why it's a little bit higher. So, um, first of all, I mean, again, personal preference. Master and I had never been to a Six Flags. So, you know, going to a theme park for the first time is always going to be interesting. Six Flags, as you probably know, owns DC. So they had a whole, like, Gotham City, uh, like, section of the park with, like, you know, big billboards that say, like, Gotham Transit for a better future in Gotham. And my little fanboy boner was just firing off in every direction. And um, 
uh, as I share with our good friend, esteemed actor, Ian Nielsen, uh, don't really love roller coasters. So wanted to ride like the new Riddler roller coaster, the Mindbender, or like Batman the Ride, the big roller coaster. I was like, I don't know. I think I'm going to get an upset tummy if I do that. Then I won't be able to enjoy the haunted houses. So didn't actually ride any roller coasters. Did, however, ride the Justice League Men in Black ride. The, uh, you know, zap zap shooty at the Lex Luthor bots uh, Justice League ride, Battle for Metropolis. Again, I mean, you want to talk about a, a 30, 32 year old man like posing in front of the Hall of Justice and like taking selfies in front of the statue of Superman. Like, oh my God, this is so cool. This is fucking so cool. Uh, that's exactly what you, you saw. There's like, I think for many other guests there, you were the scariest part of that. Of that fright night. certain that I was, it was like 12 year old little like Atlanta boys there that are like, what the fuck, what the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> By the way, according, <laughs> I don't even know what that accent was. Uh, according to this, there are actually 16, uh, six flags in the continental United States. 16. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, all right. Now the rest of the show is just going to be trying to, uh, to name them all. Yes. Uh, all right. Six Flags Magic Mountain in Anaheim. Yep. And there's also, um, uh, the one, there's one, uh, closer to us called Six Flag. What the fuck is he doing? And that's where you were. <laughs> that's exactly right. Um, this park was a fucking disaster. Great. Um, there, uh, there are like portions of this park where you just you think to yourself, if I wanted to die right now, I just very easily could. Um, for instance, when you're boarding, like so, think about the last time you went to Universal Studios Islands of Adventure, yeah, uh-huh. and you went to ride Spider Man, uh-huh. the Amazing Adventures of Spider Man. When you go to get onto that car, you are guided like you are a newborn baby right into the car. Like they go, here you go, walk straight up to it, get in, sit down, here's your lap bar, sayonara. J. Jonah Jameson starts talking to you. Yes. Um, On the comparable ride that I did at Six Flags, Justice League Battle for Metropolis, you could have just walked right off the platform and just laid in front of that car easily. The operators there... Looked like they could not care less. They looked like if you did that, they might actually prefer it. Like, it might spice up their night a little bit. Uh, thank God. Um, that They themselves have, like, very little uh, safety recognition for, like, their own, uh, you know, <laughs> employees. Like, when we're trying to get off the ride, they're leaning over the track to, like, grab the 3D glasses off of our face. I'm like, dude... I'm not going to pocket these. Like, it's fine. I'll put them in the bin when I stand up and exit the ride. He's, like, leaning over mm, the track you. and the moving vehicle. <laughs> I don't trust you. Give me them LexCorp glasses back. Um, this is going to be the I most will... dangerous night of your life and mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so... Uh, if you didn't know, though, that ride uh, does actually have all the, like, OG voice actors on it. So, it's, like, Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy and shit. So, I mean, again, big old nerd boner on that ride, for sure. But it's like doing a version of Amazing Spider-Man where, like, half the effects aren't working. So, there's, like, you know, there's, there's like, no music during the ride. You'll, like, stop oh, in front of a screen and you're, like, firing at these robots. And you just hear just, like, very quiet, you know, like, beep, 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 beep. 
of like lasers and Batman being like, hurry up. <laughs> There's no music. It's just like, this is very quiet. Is, oh no, here comes Lex <laughs> Luthor. <clears throat> You'll never stop me. <sighs> you like hear oh, all the Nancy voice Brown's actors sad. like taking breaths. <laughs> I turn around the corner and there's a, a, a big ass Joker animatronic legitimately like riding on a vehicle sprays you with fucking, you know, laughing gas. And he's like, I know this, this ride sucks. I'm aware. Just sprays you just, just with urine and you're like, oh, okay, well, I guess I should have expected that. I should have known, you know, fool me once right. justice league battle for Metropolis. So, and then uh, you were in the front seat of the buggy and you were like, give it all to me, daddy. And then the animatronic was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> no one else will find that funny, but you and I. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Mark Hamill, call the police. Get this man out of here. <laughs> There's another section of the park where uh, they're obviously, they, they like ripped out a flume ride or something. Okay. And so um, you're walking up a pathway, a very hilly area of Georgia, I guess, that this park was built on. It's a lot of like up and down. It's kind of weird. Um, and uh, so you're walking up this pathway. And, you know, if you were in a Disney park, to your right where this flume ride was ripped out will be a giant wall that says, pardon our dust, we're making fucking magic. Mickey Mouse is shitting come out of his ass over in this area. And then there would be like Dude, a quote from Walt Disney here. that would be like, exactly, exploit labor. And you'd be like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Just the Jews. Right. Um, so, but at Six Flags over Georgia, it's just a knee-high fence that you could just leap over and just roll to your fucking death. Like, just leap over, break your knees, and just roll down into an empty concrete, like, wasteland. Well, and just die clearly there. you didn't read properly on the map that the scariest thing of all at the Six Flags Atlanta Fright Nights is the unending temptation of suicide. That is the scariest <laughs> thing of all that you'll have to get around. The yeah, the every haunted house just is called culling into the void. <laughs> There's um, always a so. side exit at every haunted house where it's like you can just walk out here and you'll just fucking die. Like you'll just it's just <laughs> we just didn't build a hallway there. You'll just fucking die. And you're like, oh, that's tempting. So, it's awful tempting. It is. It it truly was. Now uh, we haven't even talked about the haunted. No, houses. you're just uh, taking a big so, shit on Six Flags Georgia. Yeah. So the the haunted houses were lame. They they had very little budget. <laughs> Wait a minute! Hold the phone. We didn't even talk about the haunted houses. How were they? They sucked ass. Okay, well, <laughs> they were fucking lame. Um, there was like a Christmas themed one, and um, I mean, it really was just like plywood walls. You know, mm. just very little decor. You know, some actor. Fucking, it's like some like black guy in a Santa costume, and he's just like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I'm terrified. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, you just no, turn there, in. There there's a, a few things. The trees knocked over. He's like, "Hey, shut the fuck up!" And you're like, I don't know if this is part of the ride or not, but I'm pretty scared. <laughs> so um, right, here's the thing that that landed Fright Fest a little bit higher on this list than, than something like Undead in the Water. It's this one interaction oh. that we had, and it went a little something like this. So, we walked up to the first 
haunted house that we were about to, uh, you know, experience at this event. And there is like a five foot four, 60 year old man dressed like a zombie. He's dressed like he's, he's dressed like a butler at the haunted mansion. He's wearing like a suit and a tie and he's got like zombie makeup on. And, and so the, there's a gentleman who's scanning our tickets to get into the haunted house. The haunted house is fucking cost extra at this event, by the way, they are not included with the, uh, with the park admission, by the way. uh, Okay. um, (laughs) I stand corrected. It's not the temptation of suicide. The scariest thing is the fucking upcharges. Yes. Um, so, so we're about to walk in this haunted house and, uh, this, this man, this, this tiny petite old man says, welcome. I am. And we're like, Oh, what's, what's his character name? Like he's dressed like a zombie Butler. Um, I want, is it like, you know, Sir Finley? Is it, you know, Pennyworth? Like what the fuck's his, his character name? He goes, I am transmogratron and i'm like what did, hey hey everybody did this old fucking man mix up his fucking script with the space station haunted house what the fuck did he just tell me did you just put a so, curse on me so i'm standing there with master and keep in mind but i'm i sound like i'm delivering these interactions very slow this is legitimately the pace in which all these interactions were going like there's so much awkward silence as we wait for this guy so he goes i'm transmogotron and we go cool and and he's like they call me that because i'm always transforming into other things silence don't <laughs> master looks at him looks at me and i'm just like shrugging and i and i'm <laughs> like, like this is somehow your fault like i know you told him to say this <laughs> i didn't pay him to, to do you this. slipped him a 20 um, and so... said fucking put a curse on us right here so he's he's doing this thing where he's like and and now you say yes and and I, <laughs> so i'm like so I'm like, he says, they call me that because I transform in other things. And then I go, like, like what? And he goes, hmm. As if to, as if to say, as if he wasn't ready for that, that prompt. Because, because that hmm was the hmm of a. Well, I've never gotten this far before. Um, never got. They've always walked away at this point. They've always pushed past me and walked into the haunted house at this point. Hmm, this is odd. <laughs> normally, I'm looking I, for I, the I, yes and, and, but I normally get met with the "get the fuck out of our way, old man." <laughs> hmm. So he goes. By the way, just uh, just if I could just inject myself into this please, little please, into this little please. like teleplay that we've got, I would yes. just be standing behind you pissing myself and just throwing wads of money at this old man. That's what I would be doing in this scene. Just keep just this improv game going. Guy. Please. Just yes. keep it going. Come with us all night. How much transmogatron, how much to have you follow us around all and night? try to explain what we're looking at when you don't understand what the fuck's going on. So, so we ask him uh, the prompt <laughs> like what? He which says, which we're all in agreement. This is a very clear <laughs> knock knock joke type situation here, and you have yeah. played your part very kindly. I I yes I agree. We were being extremely generous with this man. So I ask 
transmogatron, like what? And after the hmm, he says, well, kind of like this, gesturing to himself, <laughs> and says, but like, sometimes I'll be red and yellow up here on my face. And so I, I kind of understand what he's saying at this point. He's saying that he's worked at Six Flags Fright Fest for so long that every year they just make him a different character, like every fucking other human being that's ever yeah, worked that's at, for not multiple special. years at a... Yeah, and I'm like... so. <laughs> Depending so, on the house... Hey, hey, young man! Here's, here's a fucking little thing you've never heard. Prepare your asshole for this newsflash. Depending on the attraction I'm at, there may be a different costume. Hmm? Now suck on that! So, Happy Halloween! Well, it's a costume yeah. change, you piece of shit! This is all smoke and mirrors! <laughs> so, this isn't my real face! I don't look like this! I'm a you I'm alive! Did that freak you out? I don't know why this old man became Charles Manson all of a sudden. Hey, you son of a bitch! <laughs> uh, so, um, so again, we we still don't know what to do because again, this, the, <laughs> how are still, these how are you still pauses, standing there? How have you not dumped books out of his hand? So, <laughs> these awkward pauses are so long that we keep looking at each other, like Master and I, to just say like. Is he is he also feeling awkward? Is he like, why won't these guys just move on? <laughs> That's exactly why would they, what he's thinking. Why would they go into the haunted house? I, they had their tickets scanned. But turns out, no, we were legitimately waiting on him to take us inside. We just had to uh, wait through this unbearably long improv scene <laughs> in which we were being so generous with Transmogratron and he just couldn't fathom a, it took him so long this, to conjure any kind of response this is the worst game of chicken that i've ever seen or heard in my entire life of so, just uh, they call me change a magoo why do they do that oh you son of a bitch because yeah, you, i knew you were gonna answer that I, because why didn't i prepare because i change when i when i'm work sometimes i'm like this but other times I'm wearing, like, sweatpants or something. Oh. Oh is right. So what happens now? You tell me, fucko! <laughs> well, he's my so, new favorite mascot, so there you go. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're just trying to desperately get led into the house by this guy, so I'm just like, what can I say to him to just have him come inside? I'm like, so we're, again, like, cool. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> Uh, who who named you that? Just trying to just softball don't him. Give him no, don't give him more pressure. <laughs> Clearly, he's not. He's not with fucking you know Greg Proops and Ryan Styles on Who Line. Don't give him more. Let the man go. The answer should have been ah, and then just shit on the sidewalk and let the man go. Oh, I got one. I got one. Another one for the books. Pulls out a little tiny like journal out of his breast pocket. Scared and like, the hell out of a young man tonight. <laughs> Another victim for old Transmogratron. <laughs> so I'm like, why do you? Th who gave you the name? And he's like, <laughs> he's like well. our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. On the day I was born, he christened me. <laughs> he's, he goes, well, you see, oh, no. the the witches' union. And so I couldn't. Well, I, uh, <laughs> it's back in gimmick again. 
We went back to the gimmick? <laughs> he says, the witches' union. And I'm like, oh, they formed a union. That's good. They'll get better benefits. That, that totally threw him for a loop. He's like, hey, 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 goddammit. Don't hey. interrupt me. Hey, goddammit. <laughs> who's, who's paid to be here? Me or you? That's what I thought. You leave the jokes to me, asshole. <laughs> so, again, we're just... We're just looking at each other like... No, here's my question. just walk past him? Here's my question. No, you should have knocked him over by this point. My, my question is, is there a line behind you? Like, are people... Like, no, I'm just picturing no. that you make, like, a decent joke. Like, well, now I guess they'll get better benefits. And then I just imagine there's, like, a family three rows back that's like, Oh, brother, this guy stinks! <laughs> Yeah, no, I wish there would have been a line behind us. I think. Oh, hey, transmographer, I got. We gotta go. We got people behind. <laughs> we gotta. I'd love to stay in chat. Maybe we'll catch up later. But I, there's people. I gotta go. So, needless to say, we finally uh, waded through enough of his shtick um, to be allowed inside the haunted house. Turns out, yeah, we were supposed to just wait there the whole time for him to just decide it was time that we he had entertained us enough. And it was time to get allowed, led into the haunted house. Now, my question is, so. was the high sign that he just started it over again and that's how you knew? Like, you went back and forth <laughs> for, like, 15 minutes and you were like, it got real weird and in the weeds. You're like, all right, but what, what you know, do you have to do monthly pay-ins for the union? Like, how does that work, old man? And then finally he's just, like, pause and go, they call me trans And you're like, all right, all right, all right. We got it. We got it. <laughs> Let us in, please. <laughs> so yeah. what was the actual haunted house? Uh, it was, it was just a, it was, the haunted house was called the haunted house. Oh Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the location. It's an empty and, uh, house with one fucking hangy ghost that when you clap, it goes, ah, and you're like, no refunds. Go talk to Transmogatron. Fuck you. Yeah, uh, it was a haunted house, all right. Um, Transmogatron, I'd say, I mean, he, he really did. I mean, if he's not the icon for the event <laughs> next year at Fright Fest, I'll fuck, be really upset. Fuck Jack the Clown. Fuck the caretaker. <laughs> fuck Mr. Netherworld. Transmogatron is the true... <laughs> Haunted icon, and I will fucking fight anybody who disagrees. (laughs) I want him to have, like, uh, next year be flown around the country to all 16 uh, Six Flags Fright Fests. And then just have him be, he's like on the plane, and they're like, all right, Transmogatron, so here's your itinerary. So uh, we're actually going to be hitting two different theme parks. You're going to be cutting the rope at two different Fright Fests. All right, uh, Magic Mountain in Anaheim, and then we're going to fly all the way up to Portland and hit the next one. And he's just like looking at the itinerary, just so in over his head, confused, like, how did this happen? And of course, for one, you will be in the traditional zombie makeup, but for Portland, you will have to be in the red and yellow makeup. But sorry, we couldn't schedule it better, but that's just how it is. Well, hey, you know, when your name's Transmogotron, you you take some risks. It comes with the comes with the title, baby. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> wow. So, now, I'm shocked that this is not number one, to be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> based on that event. Based on that I mean, alone. If, <laughs> that and, like, maybe I mean, you had a chicken sandwich. That, that, why, in that combination, how that's not number yeah. one. 
Yeah, I mean, to to be completely honest with you, that's probably the 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 best story I have. So we'll just have to, <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll just set this at the stakes real high right there. Um, so, but that is number nine this year. So, um, number eight. I, now, uh, here's the thing: for next year, you're gonna have to go with me to Atlanta. And you're gonna have to point him out to me. Like that's gonna be like, like I'm gonna be the what one. What if he's not there? What if he uh, he died? Or what if they what, have a haunted house what? just called <laughs> Transmogatron? <laughs> but Mr. Guignol, Transmogatron's been dead for forty years. Oh! <laughs> oh. Imagine the whole thing. Yeah, there's video of you last year showing up and just talking to to nothing to a bush. For, for 15 minutes, waiting for it to yes and you. You were Transmogatron the whole time. That's the Twilight Zone oh, twist, is that you, you'll always... Look in the mirror and I've got red and yellow makeup on. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! No! It's a, cur- it's a curse. It's a curse. You're cursed. It's a curse. <laughs> Fucking... All right, all right. So what's Rod number Sterling eight? shows up and is like, well, sometimes uh, shit's just weird. I don't, I don't know. All right, so uh, number eight on my list is going to be Screamageddon out in Dade City. Okay. Um, it's another haunt attraction that I, I'm pretty fond of, ultimately, uh, just for personal reasons, you know, time spent there, master, etc. Um, but uh, this year, um, really not a whole lot going on for it. Uh, at least last year, it was so in the heat of COVID that the fact that they were open full, like, hog out on the table was kind of interesting and was like, Oh wow. Like this is where you show up and just get somebody to spit in your mouth. And the fact that they have a history of pulling their hog out on the table in some of the haunts. (laughs) Like for anybody who doesn't know, like that Screamageddon (laughs) is like an independent haunt. And one of the haunts was like, Oh, it's a haunted prison. And if you elected to, you could wear like a, uh, a glow stick necklace, which like was the consent necklace. And so the boogers could like <laughs> grab you and shake you and yell at you or spit in your mouth. And, uh, some, some took their cues from fucking McCamey Manor and just fucking started like trying to finger blast women while in the haunt. So, and then the County was like, Hey, 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 you can't do that. And scream again was like, Oh, uh, trick or treat. We got a little carried away. All right. Well, <laughs> And there was literally no consequence no. whatsoever. And for many people in the haunt community, just saying, oh, I want to scream again this year is enough to get us canceled. That's part of why we got canceled this year, I think, why we haven't released an episode in so long is, you know, like our friend of the show, Hunter, we said we went to scream again. And he's like, you're fucking canceled, bro. <laughs> I'm replacing your, your cameo appearances with Transmographer. So you really <laughs> fucked up, boyo. Um, so Screamageddon did not have a lot going for it this year. I mean, I always go there expecting you get fingered and not only did that not happen, but it just, it was a rowdy night for sure. Mm. So, uh, so here's the deal. Um, as you know, uh, Screamageddon is out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're headed up there and you're on the highway, there's pretty much, and I didn't know this at the time, one exit to get off of. And I'm not really paying attention, you know, I'm talking, uh, you know, what a shocker. And, 
I'm running a little low on gas and I miss that fucking exit. So my phone redirects me. Next exit is 10 miles away. So suddenly change of plans. Hey, I got to stop and get gas before we get to this event because I'm running real low, running on E. So we get off at this next exit and we're so out in the middle of fucking nowhere that I, I don't even know where the nearest gas station is. I would have expected to be pretty close to this exit considering how far apart these exits are, but nope, no gas station, nothing. So I say to master like, Hey, um, my car says I'm about five miles to empty, empty, no more gassy in the car. No more gassy in this assy. (laughs) Please find me the nearest gas station. She pulls it up on her phone. She says, all right, it's five miles away. Holy Christ. And I go, here we go. So I start heading towards there and I'm, and I'm feeling anxious to, 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 I'm feeling a little anxious. <laughs> and the gas station, and, Dante's Inferno room. So Dante's there you go. Inferno. Hey, it worked yeah. out. You better believe it. Um, so she, she's directing me. She's like, turn here, turn here. These are all one-laid fucking roads with, you know, forest on either side. The fucking Sawyer family's house is like, we're driving past it. I'm like, if we run out of gas, I'm going to have to fucking knock on their door. Like, uh, this is how I, th- this is unironically how I get murdered. Um, so, uh, uh, we, we turned down this last road and she's like, okay, as soon as you turn down this road, uh, you should see it on the right in like half a mile. So we turned down and she's looking at her phone. She goes, Oh, and I'm like, Oh, what was that noise? She goes, it just, it, it disappeared. What disappeared? The gas station. What do you mean? It's just vanished off of Google Maps. What the fuck was it directing to? I don't know. It's like a sewage plant or something. What the fuck, Dade City? Are you trying to you're trying to trap us here? So I I go into full panic attack mode. I'm like, uh, we're we're about to run out of gas. Like that's it. The the my car says it's one mile, and and then we're we're done. Where the car turns off and we're on the side of the road in Dade City with not a soul in sight. And so I'm, I'm like full panic attack. I'm like, fuck your phone. I pull out my phone, even though I'm driving very bad, throw in gas station. It says that there's one two miles away. My car says I have a mile left. I'm like, let's fucking try and do it, I guess. Turn around, head towards the gas station. My car goes from saying that I've got one mile left to just set, having three dots like a heartbeat. Oh God! I'm like, fucking, I'm like, I've never seen this before. I don't know what that means. I, I guess it means that all you've got left is just the gas in the fucking piping. Like that's all. You're you've literally got left your is, car was like you're on fumes right now. You're literally you're running on fumes. on fumes, buddy. Um, uh, you you ever heard that phrase? That's real life right now for me. Yeah. Um. So actually managed to pull into the gas station uh, and I just the sigh of relief as I like pull up to this gas station realize it's open I can get gas thank god and I just turn to master and I'm like that's the scariest shit you're going to encounter all night I'm sorry to say <laughs> we're about to go to scream again you nothing is going to compare to th- this sensation we just you're literally going to utter the of, phrase this ain't shit in a haunted house yeah right? Exactly. Um, that said, there was a, a haunted house that we walked in. It was uh, sort of themed to the devil, you know, the big guy himself. And uh, we walk in a room and there's a woman doing kind of like a Reagan possessed girl act, you know, on a bed. 
and uh, she's you know, you know tongue out and everything. She sees that the girls in front of us have taken out their phone. She goes, "Hey, put your fucking phone away! Put your phone away! All right, I see you. Put your phone away." And then turns back to us. Like, oh, this is very immersive. <laughs> I've never seen that with like a human being. Because I definitely remember being on like the, the Jurassic Park ride. Oh, and the, the, the audio for the T-Rex cuts off and goes, please put your fucking camera on. Yeah, or uh, I remember being on Jaws and there being a guy who definitely didn't speak English who kept like, who I guess didn't know this was a shark ride or whatever. And so every time the shark would jump out, he would just stand up fully erect in the boat. And so the skipper would be in the middle of like, uh, Sheriff Brody, you gotta help us send it the, sir, please. I'm not going to ask again. Please sit down on the boat like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's it's, hilarious. It, it, that like, it sure takes you out of it. Reagan was like, they get the, ah, 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 I want to suck your dick. Ah. Uh, excuse me, excuse me. There's no pushing in line. There's plenty of fucking haunted house for everyone. Okay, you selfish cunt. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it would be great if they had like uh, the, the the robotic shark on Jaws like turns into a speaker <laughs> to enforce rules when <laughs> just opens its its maw like ah, and it's just excuse me. Keep your hands <laughs> inside. <laughs> Damos los manos, Pietros. <laughs> it's just the it's just the monorail speech. Like, oh, all right. Yeah. Well. <laughs> wow. Okay. Sharks really learned some new tricks. Um, but yeah. Did so you do? Reason... Did you do most of the haunts at Screamageddon? Or I did everything at Screamageddon. Okay. Yeah, for sure. We even paid extra to do the uh, zombie paintball, which was very fun. But again, it's a, you know you're paying extra to do something, so it's got to be factored into it. Um, they they redid. They always redo one of their. Haunted Trails. They've got five of them, I think. Jesus. And uh, they they always redo one of them every year. Um, and this year they uh, remodeled what is, I would say, the most boring Haunted Trail that's been there for the last few years. It made it more interesting. They, they turned it from like this very basic like zombie redneck cannibal theme to like more of a voodoo theme. And I thought that was interesting. But otherwise, I had pretty boring lame kind of experiences in all the other haunted houses both touchy houses i had maybe someone like kind of run their hand over my shoulder and that's about it they're like fucking whatever (laughs) so um it was it was weak i think that you know again personal experience you know you could have gone this year and had a great experience uh but uh i think that screamageddon maybe just the gimmick is running off at this point they've been around for enough years where it's like all right, you got to start. I mean, like, if you're going to touch people, then, you know, let's let's get some more, like, some more actual interactions in there. You okay, know, let's just some new... be sponsored by fucking McCamey Manor. Have someone get waterboarded <laughs> in front of everybody. I'm out there. Friend of the show, Russ McCamey, yes. will, will come on out. <laughs> and, and make uh, everybody sign some documents and then waterboard yes. somebody in front of everybody. Exactly. That'd be perfect. Um, so that's going to be good. So, uh, number seven on this list this year is going to be an attraction called Scream and Stream. 
Scream and Stream. This is a drive-through oh. on an attraction in Oviedo, Florida. It started last year for obvious reasons, and it was successful, so it continued this year. Uh, I was fairly impressed by the structure of this haunted attraction. It's no joke. It's set in a parking lot for a mall. So it's just a big-ass, wide outdoor space in which they've set up this big track. And the way they present scenes to you is much like a, a car wash. They just have giant hanging black drapes that you will drive through very slowly. And they're very, very clear about the instructions the whole time. You watch, like, two... Uh, you know, basically theme park queue videos while you're waiting in line. You know, first you tune into a local like FM radio station. You listen to some lore, some backstory, some canonical stuff, you know, neat. Then you pull up and there's videos where, you know, in character, uh, in universe characters are telling you about, you know, here's how this works and blah, blah, blah. The, the theme sounds really stupid, and it is, but it works. The theme this year, they called it uh, Zombies versus Clowns. So, could, market, marketing very... could use a little bit more budget, I think. <laughs> yeah. Sounds very dumb, but very well executed. They give you, they give the passengers in the car a laser gun. They give you uh, like a an EMP device or whatever that's like the MacGuffin of the story where it's like you're trying to take it through this military facility and get it to the big monster at the end where it'll go off and, you know, kill the big monster. Very much, I mean, the, the one of the uh, designers of this attraction is somebody who's worked at uh, Halloween Horror Nights for a long time. So it feels extremely inspired by theme park rides and video games like it's very much structured in that way you know you you only move forward when there's a green light in front of you with your car so it's just extremely well rehearsed and you're just shooting clowns and zombies and you stop at various scenes and there's like a big audio presentation and you know somebody mouthing along to you know a big story the 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 storyline of it was that there was some military head honcho who wanted to uh, you know, headline this program for super soldiers and, you know, they wanted to use fear to scare the enemy. And so they're like, well, what's scarier than clowns and zombies? Um, and then this uh, military general, you fight at the end of the ride. There's a boss fight at the end of this haunted attraction where he comes out and he's like, oh, you foiled my plans. And he's up on a big pedestal and you're shooting him with a laser gun. I mean, it was very, it was very well-structured. If not for the immense fucking line of cars you have to wait in to get into this attraction, you know, I mean, you think a regular standing line is bad. I mean, try being in a line of like a hundred cars Yikes. just looped around a whole mall, just inching forward every few minutes. Really, really bad. So if not for that, it would have been maybe higher on this list. Um, but the thing that was notable about this, uh, this attraction is uh, so when we get through it and they go, hey, you saved the day. You killed the big monster and the evil general. Good job. And uh, you pull up to a table and uh, you give your 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 props back, your little laser gun and all that. And, and then they go, thanks for coming. And they hand you three party-sized bags of Takis hot chips. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> What was that? 
three like family size bags of Takis because as you know all girl know how to do these days is charge they phone be bisexual and eat hot chip so that's why we needed some hot chips why for the ride home why did you choose to go to so many haunted attractions that just give you a riddle and call it a day I I wish I knew. Hey, well, they, thanks they for experiencing the spookiness of Carmageddon. Here's some fucking potato chips that fell off the back of a truck. <laughs> Don't check the expiration date and get the hell out of here. It was very... Very confusing. And like, you know, we don't live in Orlando, so we had a trip home. So it was like, thank you. I'm appreciative. But also, why? Also, why? Did why? We- <laughs> At what point did someone say, well, we got to give them something on the way out? Oh, should it if be we like... don't give them potato chips, how are they going to review us on Yelp? Oh, we should give them a little something on the way out. Oh, like trick-or-treat candy? What are you, an idiot? Give them family-sized <laughs> bags of Takis. Obviously. Happy Halloween, dum-dum. <laughs> How very strange. Yeah. So we were we were two, you know, Nikocado avocados driving home eating Takis. Uh, it was fascinating, to very say the least. Very strange. So that's not... But hey, you know what? If fucking Bush Gardens had done it, they would have been a little higher up on the list. It would have been a little higher, I think, if they'd had some kind of food. Which, by the way, if I can just go back to Fright Fest for a minute, Six Flags Fright Fest, every sign in that building that said the word Fright Fest on it, you know, from the from the hangar on the front of the park, on the front gates, to every single like screen throughout the event that said Fright Fest, said sponsored by Snickers. You could not get a motherfucking Snickers if you tried in that park. Like, I don't understand Trans- why. Because Transmogatron was the one hoarding them all. That's why. He's like, <laughs> he was. Oh, this motherfucker fu- figures out my riddle. I'll give him a fucking full-size <laughs> Snickers. <laughs> I wish I would have figured out the riddle. <laughs> if you said my name backwards, <laughs> I'd just and explode into Snickers. And here's nougat, you motherfucker. Way to go. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so... (laughs) So moving right along, uh, number six on this list. We're halfway there, thank God. Um, I hope that everyone listening right now really likes the sidekick on the show that's less funny. He's going to be, you know, (laughs) leading the show this time and (laughs) telling you stories. Is that the episode you tuned in for? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's it's fireside story, spooky stories at the campsite about awkward yes and interactions and complaints about lack of food options. Ooh, ooh, you in the in the, the mood? It's a season's greetings, everyone. <laughs> Fucking two months late. Fuck you. Merry ooh, Christmas. you're gonna get a bad Yelp for this. I hate this flavor of talkies. <laughs> All right, so um, number six on the list this year is Hallow Scream Orlando. Uh, Orlando's SeaWorld decided to throw their very own Hallow Scream this year. They said, boy, I'm hearing great things about this Hallow Scream Tampa. A real fan favorite down there. Uh, We better emulate that. Real event of the people, Um, many would say. Yeah. 
But to be fair, it was uh, way better. I mean, I definitely, I mean, uh, I, I, I gave this a lot more points just based on the fact that it was its inaugural fear. Um, so, you know, any, you know, a lot of complaints are going to get sweeped under the rug just based on that. Hey, it was your first year. Great job. And the fact that I'm pretty sure they still did their family-friendly Halloween event during the daytime and then just shut down in the evening and turned it into a spooky Hallow screen. Okay, that's pretty interesting. Um, but a big reason that I, I put this so high on the list is that unlike a lot of uh, events this year, certainly unlike something like Fright Fest or Hallow Scream, Hallow Scream Tampa, that is, um, uh, they actually stuck with an overarching theme. They gave the year a fucking icon, for God's sakes. Um, uh, they they went with these sirens, you know, obviously a, aquatic theme out there. Um, they went with the ghost of Shamu, come back to kill another trainer. Um, <laughs> so um, they just kept showing the documentary went... <laughs> that had them almost shut down. Oh no! Oh, blackfish! Oh, we're abusing the sea otters. Oh, <laughs> we're feeding them takis. We don't give a shit. That's <laughs> not a zoo. We don't know. Um, so, uh, you know, a lot of these events, I mean, it, it costs almost nothing at all and it helps you so much to just say, Hey, you know what? Here's the theme this year. And we've got a little stage show near the beginning of the park where you can just listen to somebody come out and there's just an audio recording that they mouth along to saying the story this year. Give you a little bit of lore. My God, you know what it adds to the event. I mean, they had that. Uh, in kind of the central hub of the park, they had like the four sirens each had their own little themed stage. Really tiny, probably cost them nothing to build these little stages. They come out, they each do a little dance, they say their story about, you know, who they are, what kind of siren they are, yada yada. And then every haunted house ends with a siren. Like they're the last character that you see in the haunted house is them. Like, ah, I've been pulling the strings the whole time. It really just added a lot to it. I mean, I, I was a big fan of that. Um, they even, I mean, they they did a few scares I hadn't seen before. Right at the beginning of the park, you walk up and uh, there's a, a giant standee with the park map on it. And I haven't been to fucking SeaWorld forever, so I was like, oh, I kind of need to see this. I walk up, it's a fucking drop door. A fucking guy comes out, scares the shit out of you while you're looking at the map for the park. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm like, like, oh, I pissed! I'm just trying to find the restrooms. I guess I don't need to anymore. Um, so, uh, honestly, not a bad event overall, but here's the story. So, uh, there was a live show at this event. Uh, I don't remember what the fuck it was called, but it was a live singing and dancing show. Um, all of the, uh, singers were actually on mics. There were live singers, live dancers, and it was themed to Jack the Ripper. So, uh, you had this character... It's kind of like, and he had like this Hamilton vibe to him. This guy who was playing Jack the Ripper, he was doing a lot of like speak rapping through Mm -hmm. a lot of his lines. Like, yo, when they call me Jack the Ripper, I'm pounding through street to London and I'm going for something and I'm going to kill this hooker. Bam. Um, So it's a little bit awkward. And also like the sound mixing in the show, like the, the singer's voices were like way louder than all the music. So it was like. This sounds kind of bad, but we're sitting there. We're enjoying it. You know, the dancing was fine. The scariest part of this show was the lack of production value. <laughs> and they're singing, you know, it's a jukebox musical. They're, they're not singing original songs written for this this live musical at Hallow Scream Orlando. Like, 
They're they're singing existing songs. And there reaches a point in the musical where it's like the two main characters are Jack the Ripper and like the matriarch of this brothel. You know, she's like the head woman or whatever. And, uh, you know, she's, she's singing songs, Jack the Ripper singing songs. Eventually they meet up and he cuts her throat. And she's laying there in his arms. And we're like, hmm, is, that the, is this the end of the show now? And they start singing evanescences bring me to life and i imagine you just turned i I imagine you immediately (laughs) turned to your group that was with you and you went nobody fucking move we're staying for this whole song i thought i was dreaming and it wasn't just my group that went oh my fucking god that like leaned over to each other and said you have to be shitting me (laughs) um we heard the just throughout the audience, just a wave of people go, oh my God, oh, what are they doing? Are they being sincere? Again, this, Is this a meme? The one guy in the back who was just like, oh, brother. Like, it's, <laughs> that's amazing. I thought... I thought they were going to fucking end the show. After that, I thought they might as well have just ended the show with just Rick Astley's never going to get No, at that point, after that song's over, they better end the the show with a fucking standing ovation and a slow clap, because holy shit. (laughs) It was, legitimately, it's like, and it would have been a long day. I mean, keep in mind, I don't know if you remember, the day we went to this was the day that I came out to Spooky Empire to see you guys. So it had been a long goddamn day. Um, and we're like tired. And it just broke you, know, you we, mentally we when Jack the Ripper went, Wake me up! <laughs> I, I literally thought that I had like fallen asleep and I was dreaming this. And I'm like, I think I'm awake. And they're actually singing Bring Me I, to Life as a onstage duet right now. Now I'm just picturing a really weird meta uh, Wes Craven's New Nightmare. And this is your thing. <laughs> As you're just sitting there and you doze off and then they're singing, bring me to life. And you're like, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> He's coming. That's what the, that's what the little jump rope girls sing. Instead exactly, of, uh, that's the reboot. We just of, nailed uh, it, folks. Freddy. That's a million dollar <laughs> idea. Baby, we're fixing movies even when we ain't got no movies to fix. <laughs> <laughs> so how did the show actually end? Uh, you don't know. I, you I, fell into I, a coma halfway through the song. It's fine. <laughs> you went into fucking. You went into shock, and then they had to call an ambulance. Yeah, it was like the. It was like the fucking Travis Scott concert. Oh they my fucking, god! Like, me out of there. <laughs> well, that's it. We're canceled again. We came back for ten seconds. And then we're gone like that. We're like a fucking... It's just like that. Oh, like, fame is so fleeting. <laughs> like an angel's kiss. We're gone in the night. Like a sincere stage performance of Bring Me to Life. We're gone. You hardly knew ye. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. We're going to power through uh, the next few on this list here. So uh, number five is... Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Before you move on. Okay, My theory okay. is the reason why Bush Gardens Tampa sucked balls was because they didn't think to double up the amount of talent for both parks. 
and that they just had the same amount of people that they would have normally had at a hollow scream in Tampa. They went, went, oh shit, we're going to have to bust half of you in Orlando. (laughs) Oh fuck, well we're splitting it down the middle and Evanescence goes to fucking Orlando and everybody, and this this sad group over here, these Chick-fil-A employees, you're working fucking Tampa. So number five on the list uh, is a haunted house in uh, Atlanta called Containment. It's right next to Six Flags. So we managed to shove them both into one night. You know, after we were done with Transmogratron, we headed right over this little little independent haunted house called Containment. It's all built in uh, shipping containers, so that's kind of the gimmick mm-hmm. of it. It's, it's one haunt. Long fucking wait. We waited like two hours, and if they had told me at the intro, like, Hey, by the way, you could spend ten more dollars for Express. I would have said, "How long is the line going to be?" And they had said, two hours." I'd say, "Give me that fucking!" Oh, I'd pay twice that. It's a bargain. I don't at, wait at two twice goddamn the price. hours for this. <laughs> if they had told me it was going to be an hour line or even forty-five minutes, I would have been like, "Ah, sure, ten bucks, whatever." So we went into this house very pissy. <laughs> <laughs> like, boy, we just waited two hours for this. I'm mad, and it was in the rain too. Oh like, my god. Yeah, we're like wearing like raincoats and we're just like, this sucks. So we finally get in. The haunt was pretty good. Um, I got to give it that. It was, it was a good haunt. You know, we got over our pissiness very quickly. You remember at Netherworld how they had like those uh, compressed air things that you have to like squeeze through the big bags? Yeah, yeah. I, I told that whole story yeah. about like that was the scariest part yeah. for me because I just went into existential crisis. Show, yeah. <laughs> so they had one of those. And Master's so fucking pissed. She's like, it's all wet. She's like screaming, it's all wet. Everybody's wet. They're touching this thing. It's fucking COVID. Give me some hand sanitizer. I'm like, calm down. She's she's so mad going into it. So I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. So luckily, like after the first third of the haunted house. I, of, like, do you have any idea how many pissed. fucking people you confused behind you? <laughs> that they're like, hey, this is a very, this is interesting. This is a very strange little piece of the... And then someone in the back's like, it's like we're crawling in a big pussy. Like, shut up. No, it's not. <laughs> and they took two steps in, and then they hear Masters going, this thing's wet. It's wet as shit. <laughs> oh, no, touch this shit. I'm going to touch the walls. It was a goddamn hand sanitizer. This pussy's soaking wet, and it's fucking gross. <laughs> fucking squeezing this thing out of a fucking butthole. Oh, I'm gonna, God. oh, happy Halloween. I'm in a damn butthole right now. <laughs> That's Atlanta. Anyway. So we, we, we managed to get through the first third of the haunted house and then it gets into a scene that looks like a like an ice cave, like an igloo. And we're like, okay, this is actually pretty. And then like this really like good actor doing like a voodoo shaman like comes up to us and has like this nice interaction with us and we're like, Alright, this is actually a good haunted house. So once we were through I don't it, believe we you. I feel like the up. voodoo priest came up and went, They call me. <laughs> Transmogatron, and you were like Atlanta. <laughs> I work at every haunted attraction in a twenty-five mile race. You'll see me at Netherworld tomorrow. <laughs> and, and I, Transmogatron, no, I'm, I'm different. I'm different at every attraction. That's where I got the name. I I killed Mister Netherworld. <laughs> <laughs> I took over. I hate him. I'm I'm Mister Netherworld now. <laughs> um. So good on us. All right. Not much more to say than okay. that. Uh, moving right along. All right. So. All right. So uh, we did a haunted attraction in Orlando called Petrified Forest. 
It is a three haunted trail attraction, and uh, we were pleased with it. Um, all the trails were pretty well themed. Thank God we got there early because that shit gets busy as hell real quick. It gets packed. And the thing is, uh, and we'll, we'll talk about this next haunted attraction. The reason why this is not the next haunted attraction on this list is because of the giblets, ah. the 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 photo ops. Like the, something as simple as a photo op, like a good photo op with some good walk around characters. Like it 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 adds a lot, and it's only going back into the attraction. That shit goes on social media. People say, what the fuck is this? And that goes into more ticket sales. Like, it's only helping you. I'm helping yeah, you're you. you're creating the opportunity local attractions. for free advertising. Yeah, uh, literally. I mean, people want to take pictures and post your haunt. So, and a lot of these other haunts have that figured out. Netherworld fucking has that locked down so tight. Yeah. But we'll get there. So, Petrified Forest... Um, I, I think it's been running for quite a while, like maybe almost 20 years. We did a, a little behind the scenes tour there um, where somebody like, you know, brought us between two of the haunted trails and, you know, there's like a an, an actor just like taking a smoke break and they're like, hey, you want to come over and, and talk to us here, Mike? And he's like, I, I guess. He <laughs> walks over to us and is like, yeah, Mike, I've uh, been doing this for like a couple years. The tour guide's like, oh, God, excellent. Uh, anybody got any questions for Mike? <laughs> and we're like, um... Who calls you that? <laughs> How'd you get that name? <laughs> hey, so when the witches called you Mike, like, what was the what was the reasoning behind it? When the witches union decreed that to you? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I, I, I uh, never gotten this far before. <laughs> yeah, and then after you asked that, Mike went, "Hmm, hmm, hmm." <laughs> so it's petrified forest. Um, all right. So now we're gonna get into our top three of the season here. Okay. So. The third best. Haunted attraction um, that we did in 2021 is called Sir Henry's Haunted Trail. Uh, it is in Plant City. Um, it's been running for a few years now, and uh, it's got three trails. And it just it's it's impossible not to just have affection for it because it feels like it's just in this little sweet spot. Of like, hmm, I bet you guys make like just enough money to put it back into this haunted house and to try and revamp your haunted houses and, you know, write a new theme, a new storyline for these three, you know, setups that you have here every year. Um, but not so much that you're kind of like embarrassed for it. You know, it's not that rundown. It's like it's just got just enough money that you want to support it. You want to be like, sure, there's somebody here who wrote a book about the backstory of these characters. I'll buy that. I'll buy it. You made a... A candle themed around one of the haunted houses this year. I'll I'll, I'll buy that that right now. That's fine. It's uh, it's it's kind of similar in the sense that you know you've got a top hat wearing skeleton as the uh, good as the icon, um, uh, who you know his name is Sir Henry, but he goes by Mister Henry or Mister Haunted Trail occasionally. <laughs> good. Um, good. <laughs> so. That's already a leg uh, up on Mr. Netherworld. To, yes, tradition is to take a picture of this man. Um, when we arrived at uh, 
at, at the event this year, we, we come in and there's a, there's like a, you know, middle-aged man with a, a wand parking people. And we, we drive up and keep in mind, this is in Plant City. There's nothing else around this event. You have to pull in. It's not like it's in a shopping center and you could be going to Lowe's and they're like, oh, hey, are you going to Lowe's? Are you going to Sir Henry's? Um, it's just, it's a little exit just to itself and you pull in, you pull down a little dirt path and there's a guy waiting to park you. And, and so I pull up to him and I couldn't tell if he wanted me to like stop and talk to him or if he wanted to just guide me like no, no talking. Right. So I'm like, I guess I'll roll my window down just in case he wants to say something to me. And he goes, where are y'all going? And we're like here. What else? Where else would here and he's like oh all right then and so we go okay so then we start to like i let my foot up off the brake and i start to move forward and he's like oh hang on hang on gotta find you a parking spot we're like what the fuck oh got it now <laughs> hold on be before little... <laughs> you parallel park gotta tongue your butthole a little bit let's get this going right Come on! It's now. Halloween, goddamn it! Halloween! I gotta put a few candy corn right up your fucking cloaca. All right, here we go. So, um, so we 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 park and masters like make fun of this guy like, oh, I got a wand and I don't know how to use it. All right, let's go. He's my favorite get character from the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Yeah, he's <laughs> so we we get in. And, uh, you know, as this tradition, we go to take a picture with, you know, Sir Henry before we go in these hunter trails and he's got a little, you know, microphone on him, a little like voice changer. And he's like, Oh, I'll come back everybody. You know, the joke about Sir Henry is he's always hustling. He always wants you to tag him on Instagram with these pictures. You know, he knows how to work the photo ops. So, uh, you know, we say, Hey, good to see you, Sir Henry. Let's, let's take a picture. And he's like, Oh, that's good. And he goes, Oh, hold on a second. And then we watch him just like speed walk out of the park. He just turns tail and just like almost runs directly towards the exit and out of the park. (laughs) And we go, damn, he must be going to help that guy park a car out there. Sir Henry, (laughs) Sir Henry, please, please. We want to take a picture. Oh, of course. It's a tradition. But uh, first, mm, fuck this. And then just 23 skidooed the fuck out of there. He really did. Sure enough, he came back though. We got our picture, thank God. But it really did. He was like, like, "I had to he... take a massive shit. You wouldn't believe." <laughs> Almost poofed my skeleton pants. I had to go. Thanks for being so patient. <laughs> so, like, did um, you for real hear like a gurgling sound, like when you were like, "Sir Henry," can we? and he's like, "Of course, well, he of was, course, you little spook." Oh God! <laughs> oh God! <laughs> He was coming from the corn dog stand, so like, it makes sense. He was like, "Oh, I just had a sixty-four ounce Sunday from Friendlies. Hope it doesn't affect my irritable bowel." Oh no! Well, I hope that you guys enjoyed the event this year and a uh, happy Halloween! Holy shit! <laughs> Little known fact: Sir Henry in- intensely lactose intolerant, but goddamn it, does he love us? Yes, split. my God. <laughs> you give that man a, a a creamer for his coffee, and he's gonna be in the the port of John all night, <laughs> shitting his little skeleton britches. Oh, so poor, poor Sir Henry oh, in his poopy skeleton pants. <laughs> Very good haunted haunted uh, trails this year. Now uh, I've never experienced like a good haunted trail. Like we we told the story of my haunted trail experience at Screamageddon, right. and that 
the scariest right. part was a portly Hispanic father adjusting his seating in the in the thing in the uh, the hay bale with me, and it making well, not, a slight it, crunch sound and scaring the living <laughs> shit out of me. Well, it's not a, a, a hay ride. Oh. keep in mind. Um, really, the only difference in terms of why a haunted house would call one of its houses a trail instead of a house is to just brace everyone for the fact that you're probably going to be walking on dirt and not all of it is inside. So rain or shine, no refunds. Fuck you. Um, that's kind of the main uh, distinction okay. is that a trail has at least some of it is outside. So, and the trails on this I, were all very impressive. I mean, the the we were expecting very little... Uh, you know, because we're used to Hallow Scream Tampa, we're expecting very little of these trails to actually be replaced, revamped, uh, rethemed, and we were extremely impressed. Uh, there was a trail last year that was themed to like a cannibal butcher shop, and this year it was like a dock, like a captain's dock. Holy haunted. shit! Yeah, and I mean, they went all out. I mean, we're like, oh, but we'll probably still be able to recognize like the overall structure of the maze. Fuck no. I mean, there was a whole, like, there's an area with just, like, crashed boats that you're walking around. And there's, like, a guy in a full diver suit. And I'm like, that's a statue. And it fucking leaps at you. I'm like, oh, it's not, it's not a statue. And you're like, oh, Sir Henry's not the game. only one who's shitting him on himself. Whoops. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, and at the very end of that trail, um, uh, there's, like, a non-scare actor employee who's like, hold on to the rail, please. And I'm like, okay. And you walk up two steps onto a little railing, and I'm like, what are we doing? And then suddenly the railing, like, fucking twister ride it out, just, like, halfway collapses on you. And a big-ass shark animatronic just comes out and just hits you right in the chest, full throttle, knocks the wind out of you. Well, at least it did for me. I don't think you're supposed... I, I wasn't listening very well, so I don't think the shark is supposed to knock the wind out of you, but it, it did for me, for sure. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Sir Henry. I'm going to take you there next year to be attacked by a fucking robot shark. I'm pretty sure someone needed to get, I'm pretty sure you were supposed to (laughs) sue the poopy pants off of Sir Henry after that fucking kind of encounter. Yeah. Well, you know, it really was my fault. They told me to hold the rail. I didn't. And a shark hit me in the chest. So, Hey, what can you do? Got to listen. So the second best event that we did this year has to go to Halloween Horror Nights, ultimately. Um, We've talked a lot about Halloween Horror Nights on the show. Uh, This year was really good. It was an anniversary year. Obviously, we're just coming off of everything last year with COVID and, you know, there being like a kind of a miniature daytime version of the park. Right. But all the houses this year were pretty spot on. This year was weak in, weak in the streets, but a freak in the sheets. The scare zones were not very good. But my God, they had a lot of great like signature food options. Uh, they had a lot of great merchandise. You know, like the giblets were all there. And the whole hog of the uh, haunted houses were really, really good. I was say, did had, you have a particular the, favorite house? Yeah, so it was going to go to Wicked Growth, Realm of the Pumpkin. Um, That kind of was across the board from what I hear just everyone's favorite house because it just checks all the boxes of what a haunted house needs to be. You know, it's it's themed to Halloween. It makes you think about Halloween. It makes you feel like you're living Halloween. 
It's all pumpkins and witches and skeletons and ghosts and ghouls and goblins. And it has a variety of characters, a variety of scenes, but it doesn't feel like it's random. It doesn't feel like you're just universe jumping. Like it, yeah, it doesn't like feel like a mess in one little town. And, and it ends with a giant pumpkin demon in a enormous pumpkin called the pumpkin Lord. And he just says shit to you. And on the last night that we went, um, master was wearing a shirt that said a uh, little red crop top shirt. That said daddy's little pumpkin. And I was like, Hey, um, when we go, uh, through the haunted house, you should show the pumpkin load your tits. <laughs> Here's the thing. As you were setting that up, that's what I thought to say. And I was like, that's a stupid thing to say. Like you shouldn't that's say a dumb thing to show say. the that's pumpkin rude. load your tits. That's a that's dumb thing uh... to say. And then you said it. And then I almost thought yeah. I had magic powers for a second. I thought I made, yeah. like I used my mind palace to send a tri- to send a message to you, to you say a dumb thing. It turns out we're yeah. just the same person. Almost, yeah. Um, she goes, I am not going to show my tits to the pumpkin lord, but I will wiggle them at him. <laughs> That's I commitment. will do that. That's commitment. We'll accept that. So so we were going through the haunted house, and we know what we're building up to, so we're getting kind of excited. Like, oh, man, the pumpkin lord's going to going to look at these tits. That's great. You know, he's going to see this shirt that says daddy. Also, by the way, this is the, this is the soft, uh, the, the soft introduction to, uh, just the swinging lifestyle. (laughs) This other guy is going to see your tits. This is pretty cool. (laughs) This is pretty neat. Yeah. (laughs) And then we can make an only fans. And then, (laughs) Hey man, pumpkin titties, (laughs) only fans could work. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Next weekend, we're going to be putting various sizes pumpkins in a jar and picking them out, and it's going to be... <laughs> that's not the OnlyFans anybody wants. They don't want the one run by you. <laughs> oh, that's true. Um, <laughs> they don't want to see my pumpkin dick. Um, so, so is, we're, that we're a, heading... is that even a punchline that he said that? Folks, write in and tell us. Was that... was Then they can see my pumpkin dick. Was that even a punchline? Or has the man just completely lost his fucking mind? Tell us. Write to us at FrightfulFailures <laughs> at ClownPenis.Fart. Tell us, was that even a punchline? Or has my co-host just completely lost his goddamn mind? Please let us know. Yeah. Now, some of you out there may be laughing hysterically. He said the funny word. Right. Uh, he... He combined any word with the word dick, and it's funny. Hey, look at me. I'm so-and-so dick. I have a so-and-so such-and-such for a penis. Very funny. Very comedy, Um, yes. (laughs) Very comedy, much much laugh. Okay, so um, we're getting to the end of the house. We're awaiting the pumpkin lord. We go through the witch's hut. You're not deserving of these titties. We, We keep pressing on. We finally make it to the pumpkin lord's room. And everyone's kind of in my group is like gathered around to like see the show. And uh, she backs up away from the pumpkin lord so he can see her and then just pushes her tits up together, wiggles them for him. He's got both hands like on the pumpkin, just leaning over, looking at her. And after seeing like the full wiggle, he just (laughs) raises his hands up in the air like she just made a touchdown. (laughs) Just like waves us out of the out of the haunted house thank you and good night like, happy halloween happy halloween i love my job get the fuck out 
So that was honestly how we said goodbye to uh, Halloween Horror Nights this year. We just went in September. We used October to fit in all these other haunted attractions. I wouldn't be able to pull off half this shit. Yeah, no kidding. Um, this year, they really pushed uh, Jack the Clown, which uh, we talked about how it's kind of insulting, how it's supposed to be like, oh, a celebration of all the icons. Just kidding. Fuck all them. Jack the Clown's up your asshole. Jack the Clown's everywhere. The only one that makes us money. Everybody else can suck our dicks. So they had several Jack the Clowns, you know, including like the original uh, actor from all the commercials who would just ride around on a golf cart like behind all of the haunted houses to just be kind of instantly transported to various places throughout the park. So you would suddenly see him when you're in line for a haunted house or you would see him in like a scare zone or you would see him, you know, when you're, uh, you know, in line to get food or whatever. And my God, they escort that man off set like he's the fucking Pope because they do not want a single person to get a picture with him. They know that as soon as he gets off his little mini stage of the scare zone, people are like, oh, Jack, I'm going to fucking picture with you. And they're like, get the fuck away from him. Like, they're like in their ear. The man's a living legend. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Back off. Oh, you think he's the pumpkin lord? He wants to see your tits? Get out of here. He only wants to see your clown cock. Was that a punchline? Was that... Folks, we're asking again. Call in now to the 800 number underneath your theater seats. Was that a punchline or a callback? (laughs) And again, I ask, has my co-host actually lost his fucking mind? Yes, I think so. Uh, Um... The, the menu this year at Halloween Horror Nights really, really great. Like I said, a lot of great signature dishes. Um, one of them was uh, a candied pork belly on a stick. And a little, little thing to know about Master, hates fatty meats. Oh. Hates like, uh, you know, chicharron. It's just like fried pork belly. Won't have that shit. So uh, I basically tricked her into having a bite of it. It was like... Yeah, this is like a fried uh, Snickers bar or whatever. And she's like, oh, sweet. Bites into it. Just fucking fatty meat. She's like, motherfuck. (laughs) Half the event this year was just pissing her off. (laughs) Finding ways to trick her and make her upset. Find us a gas station in five miles. No, your phone sucks. I'm going to do it. (laughs) Happy Halloween. That was not a trick on my part. That was the the ultimate trick. That was. <laughs> so to finally complete, you know, we've mentioned it several times throughout this episode now, but to finally get to the number one haunted attraction that we did do in 2021, you guessed it, it's Netherworld in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm actually uh, pleasantly surprised. Like I knew, yeah. obviously, I did the math, but I'm saying mm. like the fact that it it was the best again is is surprising to me. Well, here's the thing about Netherworld. You recall that we had a lot to discuss about Netherworld just in terms of scares that we had never seen before. As you recall, like the green, uh, like oh, the green mist where the creature yeah, stepped out. Yeah, and- the like waist high green light that creates like a surface where you can't see underneath it. So that was the first time I'd ever seen that. And now I see it everywhere. Petrified Forest had one of those. And Hmm. I'm pretty sure that the way that Netherworld works now is once they pioneer like a a, a haunt like that and people go, holy shit, that's great. Another haunt start to do it. They just rotate that shit right out of there. And they're like, all right, on to the next thing. 
so that's part of what makes it so special is that it really feels like they're always experimenting with ways to scare you combinations of animatronics and live actors and effects and different things to scare the shit out of you and just make you have a great time generally this year um it was a lot of terrain that they fucked with Hmm. so they would have like these big spinning platforms that you would kind of step onto and it would start spinning towards you or whatever it's just like a free floating spinning circular platform so you almost eat shit on it but luckily so enough people walking around next to you to kind of balance it out but you're like about to lose your balance you know like when you're laying down a, a rug and there's like a bubble in the rug and you step on the bubble and then it appears somewhere else they had like a version of that on purpose as ground where you're like stepping up on a raised piece of the ground and it causes your other foot to lift up off of the ground when you step down on it. Very, very strange. Um, oh, very interesting. Yeah, it was it was a really, really great year. Like I said, if you're measuring it on giblets, a ton of great photo ops, you know, it feels like, you know, like when you're watching like the live action Scooby-Doo or like a few other movies where there's like a horror theme park and you're yeah. like, fuck, I wish that existed in real life. This is about as close as you're going to get in terms of just being like what feels like a horror theme park. Like, hey, come play zombie laser tag. And look, there's a giant pumpkin just spitting out bubbles and you can go play in the bubbles. And, you know, it's it's just it's. It's really Here's special. a big Sasquatch, and he'll eat your asshole. <laughs> he'll yeah. eat your ass, and fuck it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, he'll make you gape. Um, <laughs> well, first of all... Ladies and gentlemen, was that a punchline? <laughs> first of all, the proper punchline would be called... The locals call him Gape Ape. Um, <laughs> and we're canceled Jesus. again. We did it, folks. Right. We did it. We're never coming back. <laughs> Hope it was worth it, you sons of bitches. So... Here's the story about Netherworld, though. So, busy fucking haunted attraction, as you are, uh, as you recall. Um, they parked you in a lot across from where the haunted house was. Just like a big shopping plaza with like a Home Depot in it. And it's after hours, and so you're, you're, you know, uh, they they actually have people that know how to use a wand, and they park you. Um, you have like a crossing guard that walks you across the street, you know, guides you in. I mean, you're being led like sheep into a a haunted house. I mean, and they know they are acutely aware of how many people are going to be there and how to get you through quickly, how to not make it a miserable fucking line experience. Hmm. So as we're walking into the attraction, um, we're walking kind of on the side of a road. So we're essentially walking on like the storm drain, like the water runoff area. And I roll my fucking ankle. I I just go down sideways on my ankle and I'm, I'm talking to master. I'm shooting the shit. Oh man, this is going to be so exciting. And I go, Oh my God. And she's like, what? And I'm like, it's my ankle. She's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I don't know. And so we, we keep kind of, we continue walking and I'm like limping and she's like, do we need to leave? Like, I know we bought these tickets, but like, if you're really hurt, like we got to go. And I'm like, let's just get in. Let me see if I can like, you know, kind of just lean against something or like sit down a little bit and and see like if I can get through this and so we're sitting there and I'm just kind of like massaging my ankle and I'm like fuck like did I actually sprain it like how bad have I hurt myself and as we're doing that we look up and who do we see but Mr. Motherfucking Netherworld he's like "Mm, 
The pussy seating's over there, Momo. I don't know why so, he sounds like Dr. Teeth yeah. to me now, but he does. So I yell out to him, Mr. Netherworld. <laughs> I got a boo-boo on my ankle. <laughs> and I swear to God, you could almost see his fucking eyes roll in the back of his head when he heard that. And he turns oh, over man. to us. And keep in mind, uh, when I was... <laughs> When I was getting dressed to go to the event back at the hotel, I'm putting on like my Netherworld, like my worn ass Netherworld shirt that I'm too fat for that I got back in 2017 when, when I'm with you before I gained another 15 pounds. Um, and and she's like, Master says like, oh, you're the guy wearing the band t-shirt at the concert, huh? Like everyone knows you like the band. You're there. And I'm like, hey, I just want to wear this shirt. And so I'm sure wearing enough, this fucking tasteful crop top. Yes. And everyone's going to just live with it. I want Mr. Netherworld to see my happy trail. I'm going to mush my titties at Mr. Netherworld and you're going to stand there and like it. So after Mr. Netherworld hears his wrong name called at him, he rolls his eyes and turns to us. He sees us and and he just goes, yeah, I see your t-shirt. Come on over here. And so I limp over to him and we go to take a selfie with him. And for some reason, I don't know what, convinced this actor to say this but he just said it's a pleasure to be reunited and something about that line in that moment after you know the six and a half hour drive to get to Atlanta not having done this haunt in four years this being kind of a special moment and me feeling like I maybe just sprained my ankle and have to go home it just like it healed me I was just like, there's no, there's no fucking chance in hell that I'm leaving this haunted house right now. We Holy thanked shit. him, and we got in line for that fucking house. And boy, uh, sure glad they picked terrain as the fun, spooky thing this year. <laughs> <laughs> Almost extra scary that I don't have a lot of arch support right now. <laughs> so. Uh, we, we had a really great time. Uh, Netherworld was fabulous, uh, as it has been in the past. I luckily, uh, am still walking around. I'm not in a cast right now. Uh, we went to a CVS directly after Netherworld. I limp into CVS. It's the night before Halloween, keep in mind. So there's like a drunk penguin behind me buying a 12 pack of Budweiser while I'm buying like fucking Icy Hot and like a you know ice pack or whatever bandage yeah exactly so overall i'd say it was a pretty pretty swell halloween and i want to just say that if you are listening to this right now and you run a local haunted house and in central florida and i didn't go to it spend a little more money on marketing next year because i guess i didn't fucking hear of you right that's my advice he'll go yeah i sure will i sure will this man's the goddamn Ian Neeson of fucking Central Florida haunts. So fucking let him know. You're goddamn right. You're goddamn right. Say my name. Ian Nielsen. <laughs> you goddamn, goddamn right. right. <laughs> I don't even know what we're referencing at this point. I don't Anyways. <laughs> so well, what a fucking zany adventure, man. Yeah. That's, that's super cool that you were able to experience all that and cram all that into a month. It was really nuts. I mean, if you couldn't tell, um, there were definitely nights where we were doing multiple attractions in the same night where I had just spaced out the tickets well enough where it's like, all right, this one we're doing at seven and this one we're doing at nine 30 buckle the fuck up. 
Um, it was a busy ass uh, Halloween. I don't know that it's going to be as busy next year. I fucking hope not. This was exhausting. It's uh, November now <laughs> as we record this, and I still just want to stay in my house and sleep. Yeah. So what would of all the attractions that you went to, what were you most surprised by, and what were you most disappointed by? Um, I was most surprised by maybe something along the lines of either the consistency at Netherworld or the kind of the fun of uh, Hallowscream SeaWorld. I thought that uh, they did a really great job just trying to capture a mood. You know, Halloween and haunted attractions are always kind of, there's an element of like rock and roll or party to it, you know, Mm. where you want people to show up and just feel like they're going to have a good time. Um, And so it's like kind of like putting on a concert, but not really. And if you can capture that mood of making people feel like, wow, it really is, it's Halloween, even though it's September 3rd right now, then you've done a good job. And I thought... And I mean, I'd say the easiest way to do that, whether it be a concert or a haunted attraction, is you find a way to put fucking Bring Me to Life into whatever the event is, no matter what. I almost thought you were going to say something sincere for a second. I was like kind of ready. I'm like, is this going to be some actual wisdom from a guy who has put on events before? And I'm like, yeah, nope, that it's wisdom a fucking is you put in fucking, yeah, you, you bring out Jack the Ripper and you put fucking Evanescence on. <laughs> he sings a Hamilton lyric and then he sings Bring Me to Life. Yeah. He says, wake, wake me up. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, uh, disappointment was really just look no further than the bottom half of this list. I mean, if you've if if your if your name's fucking Six Flags and you're giving each of your parks you know fifty dollars and saying run wild, put your event together. I mean, fuck off. Like, don't hold an event then, Six Flags. Uh, if yeah. if you're not going to put a little bit of money into it, a little bit of effort, then don't hold. Well, the I mean, event. clearly they're not putting money into the parks in general. If exactly. there's the log, the log ride is half deconstructed. And like, I don't know, kids, fucking climb on. It. I don't give a fuck. That's not a great. That's not a great uh, sign. Is there anything that you would like to contribute about your Halloween? Anything that you did was notable. Well, yeah. Well, I. Uh, I helped host a Halloween-themed uh, wrestling show in Brooksville uh, the night before Halloween, and that was interesting. Um, I was actually very proud of that show. Uh, that crowd, so that's it was at um, Monster Fest at Leadfoot City, which is a big like motor sport monster truck kind of big event place, and so there's been a couple of wrestling shows that have been out there, and I've contributed to all of them thus far and i always tell all the talent i'm like hey so this audience is gonna be big and the vast majority of them are probably not familiar with watching wrestling live because this is just sort of like a oh hey bring the whole family there's gonna be trick-or-treating and there's gonna be monster truck rides and a goddamn magician and like some cover bands and some food and blah 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 so like wrestling is just a part of a bigger thing but also, wrestling is on the same level as, like, go see the fucking magician and eat a hot dog. So, for, you know, the 200 people watching this wrestling show, it's something to do before the ACDC cover band comes on. Mm. So, I've tried to express to the talent, like, hey, this crowd is not here to see you wrestle like a five-star classic and, like, put a lot of nuance in the ring. They're here to see, like, what was wrestling like in the 80s. Like, they want big cartoon characters and big moments that they can easily understand. 
and you know for, for the previous show that's been pretty like down the middle that like half the roster really got it and the other half didn't really get it and they'd go out there and have like a really sound technical match and the crowd would just be like huh so hmm. for this halloween show everybody got it every single fucking competitor got it there were some that were like crazy big characters and the crowd immediately fell in love with them. There were others who were just like absolutely dastardly and the crowd wanted to like slash their tires. Um, there was a match that was like a mortal combat fight um, because it was like Johnny Cage and Liu Kang and there was like sound effects and round one and round two. And it was, it was really a great experience and I'm hoping that a, it made some fans of some people in the crowd who maybe had never really given wrestling a second thought. And B, I'm hoping that some of the wrestlers themselves kind of took some lessons from it in terms of like, Oh, not to like, Oh, I guess I'm going to be a cartoon character all the time, but just like a, Hey, if you build a match like this, the crowd gets understands it and they're willing to go on the ride with you as opposed to, well, I'm just going to try to out wrestle this guy and just show that I know more moves than him. And the crowd's just sort of like, eh, right. So, um, so yeah, that was a really excellent experience for Halloween. And like I said, it was literally the night before. Um, that's awesome. That's really, really cool. I'm, I'm happy to hear that. That is, yeah. that is interesting to hear that, you know, you've, you're, you're essentially having to kind of unteach these wrestlers, you know, how to not perform as if they're performing for their wrestling school. A hunt, that's TN. I couldn't put it better myself. That's exactly the mindset is that they yeah. come out of wrestling school and they're like, well, I have to, I have to impress my teacher. He's in the audience. I have to demonstrate what I learned in school as opposed right. to, yeah, 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 fuck that though, and just tell a story. Right. And, you know, they did. They told stories and people got it and they cheered when they were supposed to cheer and they booed when they were supposed to boo. Like, I even, you know, you've seen me at these shows before. I have like little things that I'll say as an MC and things to try to kind of help coach the crowd a little bit or if the situation calls for it, scold and yell at the crowd. But I didn't have to for the show at all. I even said that in the second match. I was like, hey, normally I come out and I got to be like, hey, here's how wrestling works, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I don't have to say any of that. You people have totally got this down and we appreciate it. And they did. They stayed with it the whole show. Um, there wasn't a single match that people like were bored by. Everyone was into whatever nonsense was going on. So I was very proud. That's really And that show was put on by uh, Brawl USA is the name of the wrestling company. And uh, they do great work. And... Um, and yeah, Leadfoot City was the place, and I think they're going to have more wrestling shows at their events um, closer to like the summer. I think they're going to do like a Cinco de Mayo show and a you know a Fourth of July show, and I think they'll be wrestling out there again. And and like I said, I'm hoping it's a great introduction to people who maybe just have never really seen wrestling live or really given much thought, and to be like that was really crazy and entertaining and unlike anything that we've seen. So that's that's the hope. And uh, if you're just tuning in, folks, um, you are listening to two men in their early 30s get really uh, sentimental and sincere. One about wrestling and one about a man in a skeleton costume. So just in case you need a little bit of a recap. <laughs> I would say that we're both very clearly autistic, but I feel like that's an insult to autistic people. So. Yeah, it's really. It's like... <laughs> Those those memes you see these days of like you know girls versus boys with autism and we're 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 on the far end of that spectrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, um, yeah, a great happy, spooky season. Yeah, happy belated Halloween, everybody. Um, and uh, I think we should just wish people a happy holidays at this point, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, 
watch Krampus. Um, there's oh my god, there's like a new R-rated cut that's about to come out. Oh yeah, for Krampus. Yeah, yeah. And I'm actually, I feel like we should watch it, and I want to compare it to me taking a big fat shit on the original version. Sure. Um, but yeah, go watch Krampus. Drink eggnog. Watch um, Gremlins, maybe. That's another good one. Definitely don't do that. Um, <laughs> Fine, you're right. Watch Gremlins too. A new batch. <laughs> watch the new batch. Clearly. Um, wa- go see uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife so that we can take a big shit on that too. Please. Uh, yeah. And please. You'll be up to speed. Go check out fullygimmick.com for oh. all of your merchandise needs. Um, I believe true. the Frightful Failures t-shirt is still live there if you want to support us. Uh, you can always reach us on uh, Instagram or Twitter. Although, like I said, we're locked out of those accounts. So if anyone responds to you, please let us know. I don't know yeah. how you can contact us at this point, but fi- figure out a way. Figure out yeah. a way. Hack our IP addresses or something. No, please don't do that. Uh, uh, dox us openly. Dox us openly. Have a good Get holiday. Mega canceled. Have a great holiday. And uh, we, we love you guys. We appreciate it. Yeah, if you, you made it this far. Yeah. Thank you for welcoming us back with open arms. We're already canceled. It's been a fun run. Um, so on behalf of uh, TN Guignol and uh, Transmocratron, <laughs> I am Zach Romero. Until next time, continue circulating the tapes. Thank you very much. Is, that, is it Frightful Failures or Frightful Failures on film? I don't remember. It's Frightful Failures. Is it just that? Did we cut it's that? It's just Frightful Failures. We cut oh, that two years ago. Well, one of those years we weren't on, so I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> um... <laughs>